What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. On today's episode, we're going to go over some of the comments that Matt Eberflus has had since the week one loss, how he's trying to motivate the players, motivated uh, Kyler Gordon, some of the things that's different about this team. We're also going to talk about where the Chicago Bears rank on both sides of the ball amongst the other pe- the teams in the NFL. We'll get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans. So we got to hear from Coach Matt Eberflus um, after the loss, and he's had some very interesting perspectives. I think it's it highlights the difference between him and like Matt Nagy as well, just some of the things in transparency that he's talked about. So the first one, that we, something that we've all talked about, we talked about here after the game, we've talked about it in the, in the show after after the game, um, and that is the, uh, he said this about the passing game. He says, it's a concern. We want to get better there. We want to improve. All of those things are being looked at. We need to highlight our skill. We know that we have good coaches. Let's feed the guys that have skill. Now, one of the things, and one of the more alarming things amongst Bear fans when it comes to the passing game is not just the number of attempts, right? That the only 11 attempts in the, in the passing game so far, and we'll talk about and break down the stats as far as where the banks, the Bears rank. Um, amongst other teams in the NFL. But one of the biggest things is the lack of targeting towards uh, Darnell Mooney and Cole Komet. These are the two players that we thought were going to be difference makers for the Chicago Bears. I know some uh, Bears fans have already been now more down on Cole Komet, thinking that he's not going to really have this improvement type season. I still think big things of Cole Komet, but Darnell Mooney came into the season as the clear number one. The most chemistry with Justin Fields, all the work that they put in together over the course of the offseason, all the things that we've been hearing, people thought that, that Darnell Mooney was poised, and still do, to have a really big season with Justin Fields and to be one of his biggest weapons and tools. Darnell Mooney hasn't gotten even very many targets, not very many opportunities to really do anything, and then the time that he, the catch that he did have was four negative four yards, so we want to see a bigger contribution from those players as well, and it's good to hear from Matt Eberflus that he's aware of it as well, that he takes note of it, that he is going to talk to his coaching staff. One of the things that I think we sometimes forget is that not only is the head coach there to monitor, develop the players, but also the coaches of this team as well. Luke Getzey's first time being an offensive coordinator and sit down with those conversations with um, with Luke Getzey and Matt Eberflus. It's going to improve, and hopefully we see the improvement from the team, um, from the coaching staff as well, and the players as we continue to go forward into this season. We cannot have another game like like last game as far as the passing game. Yes, I know we're managing. We're trying to bring Justin Fields along. We're trying to trying to you know use the running game, use use our tight ends, like really keep that 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 as much strings strains on it as we can um, to to just put Justin Fields in the best situations. But we have to develop it. It's like a muscle. We have to develop it, and it's good to know that Matt Eberflus does see that as well as we try to start uh, developing it a little bit more. Um, you know, he had this uh, comment as well. He says the tricky thing about football is that there's emotion involved in it. There's an intensity involved into it. So you have to have that. You cannot be a robot. Great, great comments from Matt Eberflus on this one. We want to see this team continue. We don't want to see this team get robotic. We don't want to see this team already stagnate for a time. We're only two games into the season. And I think there is a little bit of a sky is falling type mentality from Chicago, some Chicago Bears fans after last game. I understand it to a degree. I'm not as happy about it either. You guys, if you saw uh, yesterday's video, you know. I'm completely pissed off. I am very much emotionally tied to this football team, and it kind of is what it is there. He said this as well. After that performance, the score is a score. We look at the performance just as that. The whole meaning behind doing that is how you do, how do you get consistent performers? This team is going to improve. We're going to see adjustments made. We saw some made in the second half. They weren't as successful, 
But one thing that we have seen about this football team and about this coaching staff is that they're going to make adjustments on the fly or anything else. It's just, you know, I like Matt Eberflus. I like the, the, the culture that they're building here. And it's good to see that he does see the signs of concern there as well. Now, while we're talking about the improvement of coaching staff and things like that and play calling, it, we, we also got notice of what Matt Eberflus said to Kyler Gordon after, after his game that he had. He was targeted early on um, and often in the game. He didn't have as much success. He says this. It's everything I say to every young player that I've ever, ever played that's going through these moments. There's going to be an ebb and flow over the course of a rookie season, and that's the way it is. It doesn't matter if you're dealing with a guy that's a rookie of the year or not. There's going to be those things. And what, to, what you tell them is, hey, take one experience at a time and put it in your file. So, you know, he, yes, you got to build muscle. You got to be able to file things away. You got to have a short-term memory. You got to have all these things. Kyler Gordon, I think, I still very high on him. I'm not going to be down. He made a mistake in the first game. He made several in the second game. But we all knew that this was going to be growing pains. Yes, at times it did seem like the that the rookies rookies were going to be able to hit the ground running, uh, that they were going to have a major impact early. And while Jaquan Brisker has had that to a degree as well, Kyler Gordon may just come along more slowly. We, I still believe in his potential. I still believe in everything that we have there with him. It's just he's going through it right now. He's being targeted. He got targeted by one of the veteran quarterbacks in a two-time MVP last game. So it's going to happen. And maybe, just maybe, these Knicks that he's facing right now is going to help him make him a better cornerback overall. Now, he had this to say, Kyler Gordon. He said, there's definitely a lot of things that I want to do better. I know there's more plays out there that I know that I can make. It's really just a learning experience for me to take it from, go back and learn from it. That's all you want to hear from, from a rookie. That's all you want to hear. Yes, he had a bad game. Nobody's going to take away from that. I don't know anybody who's going to try to make excuses for it. He had a bad game. But the thing is, this coaching staff, him, the, the way that he's the competitor that he is, the way that he talked coming into the season, I do trust that Kyler Gordon is going to be able to get it together, turn it around at some point. It may not be immediately in, in game three. It may take a couple of weeks, but I still trust that we have a hell of a rookie in Kyler Gordon. He's going to come along and be a big time player for the Chicago Bears. Now, before we go, I do want to talk about where after two, two weeks, the Bears rank offensively, defensively amongst other teams in the NFL. So point, points per game right now, we're averaging 14.5 points per game. As you can imagine, it's low. We rank 26th in the NFL in points per game. Passing offense, only 76.5 yards per game in that. We rank 32nd in that. That's bad. Uh, rushing game, we actually rank 8th overall in rushing game, and that's after not having the best rushing game in week one. Week two, we had a big output. We averaged 139.5 yards so far two weeks into the season. That's good enough for the 8th overall in rushing offense. For, uh, for the Chicago Bears. Total offense, this is where things get bad. We rank 32nd, dead last in the NFL in total offense so far at uh, 206 yards per game, which is not good. Hopefully that does that, tr that trend doesn't continue. And we see improvement there from the Chicago Bears because they can be ranked a little bit higher in there. Third down conversions. We only have converted 28.57% of our third downs. That's good enough for 27th in the league. Got to fix that out. Now, red, red zone scoring. Here's some, some, uh, some calls for optimism. We rank seventh right now at 75% in red zone scoring. Now, we do need to get into the red zone a little bit more often. That will come with more third down conversions, but at least some good signs there. Sacks allowed. Actually, kind of middle of the pack here, a little bit lower than middle of the pack. We are tied for 19th in the NFL with, at, with five sacks allowed. So not, not great at, by any means. Kind of not good either, but not as terrible as some people were expecting the Chicago Bears to be coming into the season. Five sacks in two games is not good either, so hopefully we continue to see improvement from that. Turnovers. We only have two turnovers on the season. We're tied for 10th in the NFL with that number, so that's where we sit offensively 
for the Chicago Bears. Now, defensively, this is where the most optimism is. And I've said that I do think that this Bears defense is going to be top 10 when it's all said and done. Points allowed so far for the Chicago Bears defense, 18.5 points per game. That's good enough for 12th in the NFL. Passing defense, we're actually 7th in the league in passing defense with 183 yards per game. Not bad at all. Rushing defense, dead last in the NFL, 189.5 yards per game. Most of that coming in this last game in week two. So expect that to come to even out more. Total defense, right now we're 22nd in the league in total defense with 372.5 yards per game. Again, we know that they had over 400 yards in the last game against the Green Bay Packers. So those numbers are a little bit inflated right now. It'll even out, I think, over the course of the season. Third down conversions, we rank 25th in the NFL with 50%. Not, not, Good at all there. Hopefully we see that um, come along as well. Red zone defense. We are 11th in the NFL in red zone defense um, at 50%. That is great. We know the, the number of stands that we had in, in um, week one. Uh, we, we stopped them a number of times when they did get into the red zone. Not as much success against the Green Bay Packers. But again, solid 11th right there. I do think that we're going to see this get even higher over the course of the season. Sacks. Right now we are tied for 12th with five sacks. Um, really good right now. Above middle of the pack, we need to continue to see that uptake. Takeaways, we are tied for 10th in the NFL with takeaways with three. So right now, everything as it shapes up for the Chicago Bears, not great, not bad, terrible in some areas, but overall, it's, it's signs of a team that's figuring out. It's signs of a team in the middle of a rebuild. It's signs of a team that are still trying to figure out not only their play style, but getting rookies. We have a lot of rookies on both sides of the ball that are playing a nice number of downs, rookies to second to third year players. We're, we're a young team. And, you know, with those numbers, I, I can pull some promising things from that. Um, I do think a lot of these things are going to improve as well. Our passing offense is going to have to improve. The rushing offense gives us some, some positives to look at there, especially considering we have those numbers really from one game. We did not play very good in the rushing offense in the, set, in the first game of the season. So we have things to work on. We have things that we can look at and say, hey, with some things going another way, with some development, with after a couple of weeks, we can see drastic improvements from the Chicago Bears team heading into the rest of the season. Let me know what you guys think of everything down below there. But that is it for today's daily episode of Chicago Bears Central. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bears Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearscentralgmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail, the number to do so is, as I'm still memorizing this new number, 773-242-9336. We're the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys, like I liked in every episode on Bear Down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.